Hello everyone, welcome to yet another episode of Deep Conversations Only. We are coming after a long break, but I'm so delighted that we are coming back with Gayatri Uptaker and uh, she is uh, an emotional wholeness coach, a mental space psychologist, a dear friend and somebody who's been in the field for 10 years and has been helping people, teens, parents and individuals deal with a variety of emotions that we go through on a regular basis, be it anger, anxiety, helplessness, grief and a lot more. And in today's episode, we are going to discuss trauma, uh, which is something um, I deeply wanted to discuss with her and I'm sure that this episode is going to be one of the life-changing episodes for you. So stay tuned. Hey Gayatri, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much, Surbhi, for having me here. I am so excited to begin this conversation with you. And I must say, I really like the name of your podcast, Deep Conversations Only. Yeah. I mean, that's so, so powerful. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's something which uh, resonates with both of us. <laughs> like those small <laughs> talks, only deep conversations, right? Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, um, I, the first thing that I'd like to ask you is, of course, that um, how did your journey begin as, you know, um, an emotional wholeness coach and where did it all begin? Okay, so uh, I was working in a corporate, basically, and uh, I had no plans of becoming a coach or anything. And I think it all began with that diagnosis of clinical depression uh, in 2008 and uh, that's when i started seeking out help and this was a time when nobody was talking about mental health and when i went to the psychiatrist he put me on medication and a series of counseling sessions and i found that with the medication my brain would just go numb and there were a lot of side effects of the medication also they would make me feel better but they would also put me in a state wherein I wasn't feeling anything anymore and the counseling sessions also didn't quite help me so I became curious about what's happening within my brain what is really happening inside and I wanted to learn and understand what's really happening and I think that's when my interest towards psychology towards uh, narrative therapy towards EFT and all of these alternative modalities started increasing and uh, I, I started uh, reading a lot I attended workshops and learned a lot especially cognitive behavioral therapy neuro-linguistic programming narrative therapy all these different modalities and as I did it and as I spoke to a lot of people around me, especially women, I understood that there were a lot of these emotions that we as we as a community are suppressing within ourselves. We are not we are not having a safe space to open out and share and we don't learn how to process these emotions, how to regulate our emotions. And when I went back to my own childhood, I realized like I realized that there were a lot of uh, moments when I, you, I used to have these emotional outbursts like anger, self-harm, throwing things, harming others as well. So and and all this was just considered as acting out. Like nobody really thought that this needs help or. Uh, she needs to be guided by somebody but it was all about your acting out or it is just your teenage hormones and you know, those kind of stuff 
so somewhere all these uh, personal experiences and the knowledge that i gained through the workshops through the reading through learning i think i wanted to bring both of that together and uh, i wanted to contribute i wanted to share and i wanted to tell people that it's okay you you have a safe space and you can learn how to navigate through your emotions because uh, whenever i heard people speak about emotions they would just speak about it in a in in a negative way in a not so useful way saying that oh my god i just feel so sad i don't want to feel sad or or that i'm feeling angry i don't want to feel angry um i don't want to be in this grieving period or something like that and i wondered that why are we not comfortable with these emotions these emotions are there for a purpose so so why not learn how to work with them how to navigate through them how to understand them so i think that's where the journey began and uh, then i like kind of started calling myself as an emotion coach <laughs> wherein uh, i want to bring that awareness that our emotions exist for a purpose and it's important for us to learn about them and to understand them wow i mean uh, the perspective on emotions and how emotions have a purpose and rather than getting rid of them um just accepting them and understanding why they are there and what are they trying yeah. to you know reveal uh, to us i think that's a very very powerful perspective and only from the first uh, question that i asked you i think i've already <laughs> gotten an aha moment so i don't know what uh, will come forth but um you are somebody who has tried both the conventional ways of counseling and yeah. taking medications and who is somebody who has also tried alternative therapies and now something which like a question which strikes me is what is the difference like how are these two things different from each other and how they help you know um, an individual mm-hmm. in different ways mm-hmm. thank you for asking that it's 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 a question that many people ask me and um, i've been wondering as to how to frame it in a particular way and answer it so thank you for asking me that question so uh, in the traditional way of counseling uh, or in a traditional way of psychiatry uh, psychiatry is basically where you get medication for the symptoms okay so in psychiatry you are just managing the symptoms okay so which is useful because if you are having a very serious anxious anxiety episode or a panic attack or you are seriously having these mood disorders then having some kind of medication really helps it does help uh, traditional counseling is however uh, a little challenge in space because in traditional counseling what you are basically doing is you are just reliving those past events it's just like you are you're venting out your problems what are your problems and what happened to you and you're just sharing uh, those things with the counselor and many a times what happens is the counselor just comes with an advice as to what you need to do or what you could be doing and many a times traditional counseling doesn't go deep into where the patterns are where the challenges are so many counselors are not specialized in uh, treating trauma or treating your childhood patterns or uncovering those patterns and helping you understand and work through it so it's very important when you are reaching out to a therapist or a counselor ask them question ask them what are they specialized in what is their speciality what do they deal with and then check if that is something that you would want to explore 
yeah so if you want a space wherein you just want to vent out you just want to remove the stress you want a safe space where somebody is going to hear you out then ask the counselor is that counselor or therapist willing to do that for you uh, are they specialized in doing that yeah then there are special and then there are specialists who handle uh, cases like suicidal thoughts and people who are having suicidal thoughts so there are these um, uh, helplines toll free numbers wherein you have a specifically trained people who can help you out in that emergency situation mm-hmm. yeah and then there there is this third aspect wherein you have like coaches specific coaches like wherein you want to work on success wherein you work on wherein you want to work with peak performances emotions relationships uh, uh sexual sexuality issues so you have specific coaches who are trained in specific areas like yeah. my specialization is in emotions so i work so any challenge you have with processing emotions feeling emotions dealing and expressing emotions then i specialize in that so it's very important that uh, these days there is awareness and with awareness there is also this challenge as to whom do i reach out to yes yeah, yeah. so it's important that when you're reaching out to somebody ask them what are they uh, specialized in and and maybe have an initial call and ask them if if your challenge is something that they can work with and then go ahead with it so this, that will yeah. be more powerful this is extremely insightful because i think um, the awareness about uh, you know taking help from people like coaches and you know counselors is increasing but i think still we assume that every counselor or every coach can help you yeah. with every emotion or you know every problem that you're going through which is not the case clearly yeah. so you pointing out that even before we start the journey uh, you know or we we begin to take therapy or we begin to take coaching sessions for a long period of time i think it is the best to ask the person that this is what i want to work on will you be able to serve me and i think that's the yes. best way going forward so this yeah, is a very yeah. very powerful point to consider that not every counselor every therapist can solve every issue right yeah. and uh, we all specialize in something and uh, we must look help from somebody who is equipped to help us right otherwise what happens we uh, uh we do not trust the process because of our bad experience yeah. and we might just dismiss the whole process which is not what we want you to do so i think the best case is to ask uh, and uh, maybe get on a yes. discovery call or something like that yeah yeah very true and and even when clients come to me reach out to me i have this discovery call where in i i kind of have this 30 minute space where i understand what is their challenge and if i feel that this is something that i cannot work with i guide them to other people so i have a resources list wherein i have a list of people who specialize in different areas so i guide them to other people so that's very important asking questions is very important because yeah. like you said therapy or healing is not just one session or two session yeah. it is it is a process it it will take some months at times it takes years yes. to work on certain patterns so it's important it's a relationship that you're building with your therapist with your coach or with yeah. the counselor so yeah. it's important that you take that time before you enter that journey take yes. that time to understand the process to ask questions get things clarified and then go ahead yeah beautiful very nice so um 
you've spoken about trauma a little here and there um saying you know not everybody not every counselor is trained to deal in trauma so i want to ask you uh, since i really wanted to uh, share this topic with my audience that what exactly is trauma you know because we've been seeing this a lot we've been hearing about it a lot especially on social media especially uh, the gen yeah. z is becoming more and more aware <laughs> right so we really want to understand uh, from the expert <laughs> okay expert <laughs> that's a little <laughs> yeah. sure that you're building <laughs> okay. okay so yeah so trauma again um, so my thought process or my perspective about trauma is very different from what the traditional perspective of trauma is so uh, i feel that trauma is not only an event that has happened to you trauma is also how i experience that event wow how i store that event in my brain how i store the emotions related to that particular event in my mental space is trauma for me so powerful. it's not just that it's yeah it's not just that event because two people may process the same event in a very different way like me and my elder sister we both grew up in the same environment yeah we both had very different experiences and we both looked at our childhood in a very different way yeah, yeah. so uh, it's it's very much important it's a very subjective concept so i don't think there is one definition of what trauma is yeah. however what trauma may look like is is especially in childhood is if you have faced anything severe like a uh, physical abuse or uh growing up in an environment which was uh very verbally abusive wherein your parents or your caretakers or the adults in your life were verbally abusing abusing you physically abusing you or there was a sexual abuse that happened while you were growing up these are all very traumatic episodes for a child to process yeah. some other episodes could be like a death of a loved one even a death of a pet uh even death of uh, your grandparents your relatives Yeah. even moving cities could be traumatic for uh, children yeah so basically what happens is when you're a child you uh, your prefrontal cortex is not developed yeah so your thinking part of your brain is not yet developed so any event that is emotionally charged up for you and you're not you're not able to process it because obviously your brain is not equipped enough to process it as a child so what happens is when something uh, very emotionally uh, a very emotionally heavy event happens a death or moving cities moving schools or even emotional neglect from parents yeah so yeah. when something like that happens as a child you're unable to process that you're unable to understand that so you internalize it in a particular way yeah yeah and and when you internalize it in a particular way as you grow up those internalizations then you start projecting it in your life you start projecting it in the outer world as you grow up so yeah. trauma is basically how you are internalizing those emotions in your life i yeah. personally feel that is trauma and if i if i go by that perspective i think each one of us has experienced some or the other kind of trauma trauma yeah? yes trauma is a heavy word you can also maybe want to say conditioning like we've all yeah. got some kind of conditioning as we are growing up uh, so a lot of being adult is about uh reprogramming ourselves questioning this conditioning questioning our beliefs questioning as to okay 
what is really happening here why am i behaving like this from where did this behavior come so a lot of adulting is about questioning yourself reconditioning reparenting yourself and becoming that adult whom you wanted when you were a child wow wow you know so many powerful things i think something which i absolutely love about you is it you know whatever that you say comes out so authentically because you have processed everything so well within yourself that everything that you say is just you know it just hits home every time for me like every time you say i'm like oh yes <laughs> oh yes <laughs> this is it this is it you know this is what i was longing to hear and um, i had a big breakthrough um, i think last to last month uh, when mm-hmm. i was processing my um, you know my conditioning and i realized that it wasn't what happened it was how i perceived what happened so it was actually less about the people who were involved and what they were doing right and it was more about how you know i stored it again as you said that two individuals living in the same household having the same kind of um, you know experiences might store a particular memory in a completely different way right Absolutely. and it's so striking for me to just realize this and i think from a spiritual perspective as well um later uh, we i would want to discuss this with you at some point but i'll just give you a little insight mm-hmm. into what i realized because it was so beautiful you know mm-hmm. i realized that you know the work that i am doing today has evolved from whatever i've been through right yeah. and whatever i've been through is not because of what happened from the you know the outside like from other people but how i perceived it so where did that perception come from you know so i was thinking that how is it because when you are a young child it's not like you are already completely conditioned you know you're still learning to form your own perspective mm-hmm. right but to perceive that event in a way where it is traumatic to me and it might not be traumatic to someone else right mm-hmm. where was that perception created from at a very young age because so much of conditioning has not been there right but i realized that spiritually if you understand all of us like it's a concept uh, which i believe in which is of reincarnation mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so we are all carrying conditioning from the past you know tendencies from the past mm-hmm. right and the way we've seen our past lives is also how we see this life and the events of this life right and the way i perceived those incidents helped me to become the you know the coach that i am today and it mm. was a very like purposefully given to me so i realized mm. that anything wasn't outside it was my own perception that created that kind of mm. you know that kind of memory and that kind of impact on me and that was done so that i could become this person that i am today you know yeah. my god because it was a gift <laughs> and i could not realize it and that was so powerful for me because finally i stopped looking outside trying to fix outside mm. and trying to you know get a closure or an apology or you know maybe have a conversation with someone because i realized that what was the purpose of it and you mm. know it was very little about the people involved and more about yeah. how i perceived it and um, when yeah. you said this it just was so like deeply um creating a resonance in my heart so thank you so much for sharing <laughs> all right that's that's so deep uh, surbhi uh i mean it's so grounding to hear that we all have our own experiences and 
we are here connecting them and trying to make sense of it and and realizing that all these experiences are gifts and yes. how are we how are we opening these gifts exactly are we opening it with anger with these emotions that why did this happen to me or are yeah. we opening it with curiosity yeah with what's in it for me what's in it for the humanity for the community yeah. how can i use this gift for for others how can yes. i share it with others yes and i think that mindset itself shifts so much yeah. and then i i feel i feel a strange sense of grounding when i look at my past from this lens yes yeah. yes absolutely and uh, you know for anybody who is listening i want you to understand that it's okay to be in that phase where you are not you're not able to consider the things that happened with you as gifts and you are into that phase where you need closure and you feel that something bad has happened to you and someone has done it right it's absolutely okay but through this conversation what we're trying to bring you to is that eventually a phase will also come where you will realize that all of these things are gifts right but it's a process and you know the other day when i was talking to gayatri uh, that's what we thought that you know healing happens in phases and in every phase you feel that you're almost done and you're complete heal and whole <laughs> and then yet another you have something and you suddenly realize that this whole process that you need to do once again right so um so please um uh, realize that it's okay for you to feel all the emotions that you're feeling today um and uh, going forward we will understand more of it right so um gayatri thank you so, so much for sharing that and uh, now uh, my question to you is that okay so now that we are adults you know for the longest time i was living unconsciously through trauma i didn't even realize that you know um uh, i had some problem or you know i was holding on to something so deeply within my heart uh, but it was impacting my behavior how i interacted with people the kind of choices that i made for my career my relationships every aspect you know so how mm-hmm. do we how do we understand if you know mm-hmm. looking at our behavior today that we've been impacted by trauma you know? <laughs> that's a tricky question you know that's a very tricky question uh because like you said most of us are living in at an unconscious space because these kind of conditioning this this trauma or conditioning kind of happened to us when we were quite young yeah, yeah? so when we many of us don't even have those memories clear memories of what happened many of us do have those memories and for many of us we are still living in such traumatic environments environments where there is still abuse going on physical emotional or um verbal abuse going on we are living in environments which are not really useful for our growth i mean yeah. we are now i'm living in a very safe neighborhood so there may be people who are living in neighborhoods which is really not safe there is a lot of violence going on and yeah. it's not safe so so we are still going through such kind of events and environments also so this question is quite tricky because um there are few things that you can notice yeah mm-hmm. and and you need guidance here it's not that everybody has that sense of awareness and they will be able to question themselves and they'll be able to figure out yes exactly this is where it was and uh, finally i kind of figured out so yeah. you may need a little guidance there and that's why you need uh, a professional to kind of help you with what you can become aware of is your behaviors your um, 
specific behavior especially related to emotions uh, do you like cry, uh, cry quite frequently and uh, you kind of sense an emptiness you feel sad quite often you're unable to process your emotions like like if somebody says something you're kind of getting triggers you're getting triggered because of that so maybe some people's tonality sometimes make uh, makes us triggered yeah so yeah. i believe that i believe that our triggers are our teachers if we are curious about okay so i got triggered about that person's voice so so what is it and then you kind of connect it to your childhood oh my dad used to speak like this okay so that critical tonality is there in my head and that's why my boss's uh, tonality kind of irritates me yeah. so you kind of uh, understand those patterns yeah. and and for that you need a very high level of uh, awareness yeah many people we are we are just living life just like that we are not building moments of awareness and right now with all that's been happening around us with social media with so much of information overload that's happening i think uh, awareness and attention is something that's become very expensive now very very expensive <laughs> yeah so uh, so that's why i really love the name of your podcast deep conversations only because in an era of reels wherein we only have 15 seconds and 30 seconds to grab somebody's attention we are here talking deeply about these concepts so so it's, it's so important to get back to those yeah. deep conversations Yes. So uh, coming back to our question, yeah. So there has to be a level of awareness that needs to be developed. So uh, so I would recommend that you do a weekly audit. Yeah. So like how we have auditors, the yeah. same way we do audit of our own lives, our own mental spaces. So so maybe weekly once you can decide to check in with yourself. Okay. So what are some of the emotions that I experienced in this week, and what has been repetitive? Yeah. So what is happening yeah. again and again? Uh, Uh, maybe you find it challenging to relate with some of your colleagues at work or you find it challenging to uh, relate with your friends or family so anything that's happening which is kind of stopping you from living your life fully i think that's where you need to pay attention to okay yeah. so so you want to change your job or you want to quit your job and start something of your own but you're not able to do it so pause check why am i not able to do it what is really happening here is there something from the past which is connected here so stopping and pausing and reflecting and asking ourselves questions will really help to kind of become aware if there are any patterns and especially related to emotions um like like you're continuously even uh, changing partners you are you're not able to uh, feel safe in somebody's presence or um you're feeling triggered by certain events happening in your life or certain people so so i think these are some spaces where you can look at uh, to begin with and uh, if you seek professional help that will be more useful because uh, professionals are guide are trained yeah. to guide you in that process yeah. so so what will happen is this process will kind of uh, speed up yeah yes. so with your own awareness with your own questioning maybe you may take years to kind of figure it out because again like i said it's subjective yeah. you don't know uh, how each one of us is processing it so yeah. when you have somebody who is who is trained in this they will be able to see it from from a different angle and they'll be able to show you as to where yeah. exactly it happened they'll be able to uh, explain it to you uncover that for you question and will allow you to disrupt that pattern yeah yeah so powerful it's almost like you know uh, uh, when you were saying this uh, it 
brought me a memory that when I was, uh, you know, in that process of healing and, you know, um, a particular part of my life, um, it was very difficult because I'll go with the, uh, you know, intention to heal, but I'll be consumed by the emotion so much that yeah. it would be so difficult for me to focus on, you know, to objectively question and, you know, really understand those things however i do feel that um i had the gift of time you know because of the lockdown and mm-hmm. everything um but so many of us do not have the time as well yeah. to you know yeah. really sit with us and we live on an autopilot you know um especially mm-hmm. people who are in corporate jobs i think uh, you know just uh, waking up and you know rushing to office and you know then coming back and then finally feeling the deadlines. You know, that, yeah exactly deadlines and you know then finally feeling that okay this is the time and you know just then um, uh, you know doing whatever that you want to do as yeah. feeling Netflix so that you get that <laughs> yeah so that you get that sense of control over your yeah. life where you feel that okay you know i'm doing something which i want to do so i think uh, a lot of us might not uh, not have that time also to to really heal from all of this and in that process what happens we keep living through those traumatic experiences and we keep mm. manifesting them in the outside reality for us so i yeah. think getting a professional on board is a very good way of keeping yourself accountable and to get that higher mm-hmm. perspective you know when when, mm-hmm. when you're living our reality it's almost like a camera like a normal camera yeah. right but if we have somebody who has been through the process it's like a drone camera so that person can yeah. view everything and can tell you right but yeah. but if you go with your own eyes it's just your like normal vision right and yeah. you will not be able to get that higher perspective so i think it's yeah. very important for us so dedicate that time so so even having a professional like like a very beautiful thing you spoke about the drone and the normal camera so it's also like you're going to visit a new country or a new city and you you don't know anything about that area you you just have a map and you just know that these are some spots that you can go and see but but you really don't know anything about that space you don't know anything about those uh, spots or uh, historical places so yeah. when you have a guide who is taking you through there okay so so who yeah. really knows how to navigate through that space and who is taking you there and who is giving you the right information who is giving you like this is this is a good space to be in and they are giving you all those historical details and everything and it just becomes so much easier for you right so you yeah. can enjoy that place you can listen to those stories you can feel uh, happy about getting connected to that new city yeah. new place and yeah. all of that so yeah uh so i look at a therapist as the prefrontal cortex okay that that part of your brain which is kind of helping you to decide to kind of navigate through things to kind of make choices so a therapist or a coach comes in like that yeah because yeah. you're so clouded by your own emotions and so many things that have happened to you and all the emotional residues that you're carrying within yourself yes that that your thinking is clouded that you're not able yeah. to think clearly So, yes. So, uh, so the therapist is like a lighthouse, showing you yeah. the light. Like, boss, this is the path I'm walking path. with you, and yes. you can go ahead. It is safe, you know. Yes. And yes. making it safe for you and taking you through that yeah. journey. So yeah. That's where the professional comes in. 
yes so i'm just curious um if you uh, feel like uh, comfortable sharing this then what exactly so you're a coach and you take clients from you know uh, point mm-hmm. a to point b in your mm-hmm. personal uh, journey mm-hmm. so what like for people to understand that what does a coaching call look like what happens in a coaching mm-hmm. call like i know it's very mm-hmm. different and it varies <laughs> a lot but still to yeah. give a general idea to uh, the audience mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay so uh, so what happens in a coaching call okay so there are two different uh, areas of coaching calls that i do one is wherein you have the 30 minute discovery call with me uh, so i have a google form i'll send that to you and it has a series of questions and you just write about it uh, as detailed as possible so it's mainly it, the google form mainly talks about what are some of the emotions that you're facing right now what are some of the challenges that you're facing and what would you want to work on okay so uh, most of the times the emotions people going through people are going through comes across as anger anxiety especially in the last one and a half year it's been anxiety, anxiety. it's been uh, sadness it's been depression it's been uh, that uncertainty as to what is going to happen related to health related to jobs related to studies and all of that so so these have been some of the emotions so i kind of uh, understand from where the emotion is coming like okay so if you're feeling anxious what is it that you're anxious about what is really happening so if you're angry in what context are you angry uh, with is there any person with whom you're angry so is it yourself or somebody else any situation i try to understand what's happening in your life also yeah okay. because it's very important many a times we think that it's only us who is behaving in a particular way and yeah. we kind of shame ourselves for feeling those feelings or for reacting in a particular way yeah however our environment is also influencing us is also Absolutely. contributing in that behavior yeah and that is something we miss out on that is something that we don't pay attention to so i kind of ask them what's happening in their lives okay so uh, so then some of them will tell that somebody passed away or they moved houses or uh, their parents uh, divorced so a lot of events are happening in your life right so maybe you lost a job or maybe you've got a new job which you're not prepared for or maybe it's your first job or maybe you're uh, trying to get a job since many months and you haven't figured out so there may be many challenges or many things that are many events or situations that are happening in your life so i try to understand that and then um, then we kind of figure out how many sessions we would require or maybe uh, so i start with like minimum 3 sessions that's something i uh, kind of think that at least that much is important so three sessions yeah it's required so three sessions is what we begin with and uh, so mostly in the first session we discuss what are the outcomes what is it that they want because like i said what i do is not the traditional counseling wherein you just went out and just keep talking about your problems and i'm just giving you a space to listen no this is not that this is a higher version of that yeah that also helps in the beginning that is a very beautiful thing to begin with because uh, if you don't have anybody with whom you feel safe to talk about your emotions or problems yeah. then that's a beautiful way to begin your journey wherein you kind of vent everything out uh, wherein the counselor gives you some exercises journaling journaling prompts or something like that and you're like kind of venting it out fully so that is a good space to begin what i do is a little higher level and a little deeper level work so uh, here we kind of the first session itself we talk about outcomes what are your outcomes what is it that you want 
uh, at the end of the three coaching sessions what is it that you want to work with and then we specifically focus on certain emotions that are coming back again and again and then we kind of uh, go back as to from where do these emotions come yeah what happened yeah because there has to be something that happened any significant event that happened around which you felt this emotion the first time and then you didn't process it it was just kept like that uh, it's so if i were to give you an example like if suppose uh, you're boiling milk and that milk gets spoiled okay it's it's spoiled and then you're just keeping that pot aside and you're like okay i'll throw it later i'll i'll do it later now i don't have time i'll do it later and you're just keeping it like that i'll do it later i'll do it later and then you don't throw that milk or you don't uh, use it to make a sweet or make paneer out of it you're not using it and you're just keeping it like that what's going to happen it's going yeah. to stink yeah yes it's it's just going to stay there and and then after a few days you're like oh it's still there i forgot to throw it and then like okay now it will stink okay i'll i'll do it tomorrow so yeah. again you are now overwhelmed <laughs> of opening that pot and cleaning it that now you're again just okay let it be there i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow but somewhere you know that it's still there and you have yeah. not dealt with it yeah? yeah and and it's going to just keep on piling up yeah yes. that's what we have done with our emotions yeah but there may have been some past events some significant events in your life that happened at some point in your life which which created certain emotional responses in you which you didn't know how to process which you didn't know how to work with yeah because we are not taught that right yeah. let us let us accept that nobody has been given this training yeah we have to just go with the flow we have to just uh, do it uh, <laughs> we have to just learn to do it i mean like how do we do that if we yeah. are not learning it properly yeah yeah so we have not dealt with these emotions and then those emotions are like piling up piling up piling up yeah, yeah. and then it's like now your body is not able to handle it somewhere yeah so then it comes out also as psychosomatic diseases yeah yes. something that is very very challenging like uh, like your blood reports may be normal everything may be normal and yet you have a certain disease yeah so then why is that happening so all these things are related to the emotions which are left unprocessed so yes. then we go back we track back where these emotions came from and then i use a lot of tools like i use cognitive behavioral therapy i use a trauma based cognitive behavioral therapy the neuro linguistic programming the narrative therapy and i use a lot of journaling prompts and uh, we kind of work through those emotions and uh, there is like specific practice and tool as to how to process how to release these emotions and work with them so that's what we do and then finally we talk about what is it so once the emotional processing is all done the outcome is so the results that uh, clients experience is mainly uh, the first thing that they will experience is that they they are able to sleep better yeah yeah this is the most common thing <laughs> that i have heard from my clients that they would say oh my god i i kind of i never slept so deeply in ages and i feel so nice to have slept so deeply yeah. so that is one thing because now your neurology is feeling so safe yeah. neurology is like ah it's like yes. wow i feel so relaxed so so you kind of experience that deep sleep yeah. then there is more then there is clearer thinking so now that you have processed the emotions you are in a much clearer head space to think yeah. about uh, your career think about your relationship think about some important decisions that you want to make in your life yeah so then that happens and uh, 
then then i think it, it's a kind of a generative change generative transformation that happens and then yeah. suddenly they notice that the people around them are also changing and then they're yes. like gaiti i never worked on this but then how did this happen yeah because you you kind of because people think that this is only this thing but it is yeah. not only this thing when you work on one particular emotion or one particular area it is going to create that ripple effect on in different yeah. areas of your life yeah. yeah yeah so then slowly their relationship starts becoming better they they kind of uh, they become more healthier yeah, so yeah. they become healthier so they they notice that the, there is no fatigue in their body they are able to be more energetic yeah. and work through things and all of that so yeah. these are all by products once we work with our emotional stuff and we kind of clear these baggages and process them Yeah, because yeah. you've been carrying it since so many years now. Yes. So it's important that you process so that milk is uh, that <laughs> milk is still there. Okay. So you have to kind of process it now, and now it's kind of overwhelming for you to do it all alone. And yeah. that's why, as a coach, I step in to hold your hand to kind of tell you yeah. that it's okay. I'm here, yeah. and I am not working with you as an expert. That's something yeah. I always tell my clients. I am not somebody who is an expert. I am a work in progress just like you I am also working with my emotions because every day new things keep happening so yeah. those things are going to give you certain emotional responses so so we all are a work in progress what I am doing is I am working with you as a fellow human yeah. who has certain knowledge who has certain practices and tools so I am going to share them with you and I am going to walk with you in this journey yeah So yeah. I am not some expert who has figured it out and who has it everything perfect. No, I am not that person. I am a work in progress. I am walking with you in this journey, and together we will figure it out. <laughs> you know, all the experts they become expert just like that. This is the guys. This is the sign. You know. Um, so sometimes we think that expert is a person who just knows everything and everything, a know-it-all, right? But expert is a person who is really passionate about their subject and who really believes wow. that they are always work in progress, right? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> this is the sign. <laughs> so now you know. I will not say expert, but now you know already. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of you. That's so kind of you, Surbi. <laughs> no, no. Genuinely, I feel that you know this is how. So. this uh, philosophy even i follow to till date i in fact don't even like the word client i somehow want to change that word and make it something else but i don't have a better yeah. word as of now but uh, we will you know, brainstorm on that <laughs> yeah we'll brainstorm surely because i always feel that you know it's just a we are um two people who have um, you know i have probably experienced few things earlier and have processed them you know little earlier and the other person might have processed something you know else a little yeah. earlier than me and we both share our experiences and help each other evolve and i think even in the coaching process myself i learned so much you know i heal so much through the process you know yes. of coaching that it's just mind blowing you know to me my clients are so precious uh because i always feel that they give me so much more than just you know yeah. more than just allowing me to work um um you know do what i love they just give me the gift of healing myself through them right and it's such a beautiful process and it's a gift uh, that we've received to be able to do this work and impact lives um and you you've said uh, so many beautiful things um and you share so many beautiful things on your instagram um and as you said that you share a lot of modalities with people but one thing that always stands out for me is that you always bring dance 
as a way of healing <laughs> yeah and i just absolutely love it because it's something which i am uh, still still exploring i'm not yet explored it fully so i'd love mm. to hear uh, you know from you on that the how dance wow helps. wow you have touched on a point on a topic which is which which i love talking about so much yeah. <laughs> we can do an entire podcast on that i think <laughs> we can okay yeah yeah so before i answer this question uh, just just kind of adding on to that what you said that your our clients kind of teaches so much yeah in this process of coaching i think in this in the last 10 years i think i have become kinder i have become compassionate with myself i have i have kind of uh, it's it's a very different space now it's like i see i look at people and i'm like okay so so if somebody shouting at me i am like okay so what's really happening there yeah. rather than just looking wow. at them and i'm like oh how can they shout at me why are they showing their anger on me i am now just standing there and witnessing that emotional outburst and wondering what is it that's hurting them right now what is really happening behind that behavior so yeah. powerful so yeah and and i think this shift has happened in me only because of this journey yeah and and i have become a better parent in this entire process because i started off my work by working with teenagers with children yeah. and teenagers yeah so i got to get so i got a lot of perspectives from children and teens about how their parents behave with them Yeah. and in that process i became a better parent i'm like okay fine so this this 13 year old told me this is how he perceives when his mother is telling this so yeah. i'm like okay so the next time i am interacting <laughs> with my daughter i am more conscious i'm like okay yeah. so how do i word how do i create that space for my daughter how how do i converse with her so this entire last 10 years this journey has made me such a better person and uh, and the way i see things the way i experience the way i show up in relationships everything has shifted everything has shifted and yeah. all this is because of my clients all this is yeah. because of this journey of being a coach so yeah. this profession this i would not call this a profession i i'll say this is my dharma this is yeah. my dharma yeah <laughs> yes yes i've been i've been you know internalizing that so much you know um, yeah. just few days back i was thinking about dharma and you know how it just extends you know as you said it's just it's not your profession so it extends yeah. like more than it's more than your profession because it's the a sense of who you are it's truly yeah. who you are from the core of your that's how you were invented created by the creator <laughs> right that this is your job and this is how you will see the world it's the unique perspective yeah. that which we are born and you know the way we see things the way we experience mm-hmm. the way we share things yeah and i just love you for that you know for for <laughs> for saying that why it just made me so happy um because um it shows you know as i said that how passionate gayatri is about her work and how she just not you know she she learns every day i can say that uh, for sure uh, sometimes through books sometimes through other things but mostly with her own experience and how she is just you know uh, when she speaks about uh, her experiences and you know the way she gives examples something which is very very evident and clear to me is that she lives what she does you know she walks the talk like she's living her truth and that is why she's sharing that with you with so much of authenticity and um 
you know only a person who has seen those things within herself like i've seen that that you know how i healed and you know what kind of things that i went through mm-hmm. and when I, when i hear you speak i could see clearly that how clear yeah. you are how much of clarity you have around every uh, thing that you're speaking about and it just really touches my soul so thank you so much uh, for uh, being here and i'd love to know about dance because i'm dance, curious yes <laughs> so uh, i think dance was my main coping mechanism in childhood oh wow that was my coping mechanism as a childhood so uh, so i remember episodes where my dad would hit me out of his unconscious patterns obviously yeah. not that he really wanted yeah. to hurt me or yeah. anything so uh, so when those experiences would happen the only way i knew how to cope with that as a 5 year old as a 6 year old was to move my body was to dance that's how i knew and i remember we had this godrej cupboard in our house and it had one mirror and it was like a full length mirror that we had and yeah. uh, my dad would go to office my elder sister would go to school and i'll be alone at home and I would just look into that mirror and dance. That's it. That's what I would do. And I would just move my body and I think that kind of helped me a lot as a child to process those emotions which I couldn't talk to people or which I couldn't share with anybody. Dance and writing and reading has been with me uh, since childhood. So dance was how I initially started expressing myself, uh, expressing those emotions. I would just jump, I would just do everything that I felt after that after a verbally abusive episode or a physical abuse episode i would just do that and then slowly it emerged into reading and writing as well so dance has always been my go to tool and uh, and i've always taken up opportunities wherever i could just dance i would just go and dance i didn't kind of professionally learn or something uh, the last 4 uh, 5 years i was learning kathak and did go to learn kathak and uh, Uh, I had some beautiful experiences performing on stage and uh, especially uh, performing on Krishna bhajans and all it was really beautiful yeah. and grounding for me the fascinating experience uh, uh, then I think work kind of took over and I was like no this, this is my dharma and I want to spend more time doing this so I kind of stopped my kathak classes but dance kept going here and there in the last one and a half years I think I would say um, I had stopped dancing I wasn't moving much I wasn't dancing so much and uh, with the recent health diagnosis and everything I kind of like went back to dance again and I was like no now I want to consciously practice it again so that's why you're seeing a lot of dance reels on reels. Instagram yes. yes yes <laughs> so I'm just moving again so so what happens is uh, why is movement important most of us look at exercise as a punishment like yeah. something that you're uh, a pain that you're inflicting to your body and you're like oh i don't want to do exercise i don't want to do that so maybe you change that word maybe you don't use exercise and maybe you use the word movement and here's why movement is important because your body <coughs> stores the emotions your body is storing the emotions so if you have ever seen an animal especially dogs or any animals if you have pets at home you will notice that when they wake up they kind of shake their bodies they kind of stretch and they kind of shake their bodies yeah. so it's so important for us humans also to do that because we are constantly experiencing stress in many different ways we are yeah. unconscious we really don't know that we are experiencing stress so if we bring in if we consciously bring in some kind of movement in our day and that can be anything that you like yeah, so if you like gym please go 
and join a gym if you like aerobics go there if you like dance take up dance if it's tai chi qigong yoga whatever it is for you whatever it is that you will be doing uh, for a longer period of time whatever it is that is sustainable for you or you can try different stuff like right now i've joined yoga also and i'm doing strength training also so i have different modalities again that i'm doing because i'm somebody who tends to get bored with one kind of activity uh, especially when i'm moving or when i'm working out so i tend to like uh, uh, different varieties of movement activities so choose something that is sustainable that you will be doing for a longer period of time and bring in that movement trust me you will feel really better you i mean i'm not telling that all your problems will go away however yeah. you will be in a better space to process the emotions you will be in a better space to work with it or your body will kind of feel a little bit ease when you are doing that yeah? yeah so bring in some kind of movement because your body stores those emotions so it's important yeah. to release them through movement and the dance is like the most easiest way to do that so it's not that you are performing somewhere or you're doing it for somebody it can be just for yourself in your yeah. room yeah. close it and just put some music and move that's it yeah. you don't need to show it to anybody yeah. yes absolutely i yeah. think uh, for me uh, like how uh, it helps me is that it helps me to connect with my intuition like i've always realized so what i do uh, uh, you know any time i feel like uh, you know i need to connect back to my body and really drop mm-hmm. into my body what i do mm-hmm. is i'll play some very random music which i've mm-hmm. never heard before right okay. uh, um, and i'll just close my eyes and i start moving according to the beats of the um, you know the music mm-hmm. and i will yeah. under, and i will let my body take the you know take the yeah. uh, like it takes what, what what do i say like um, let my body decide how it wants to move so i really let just my, flow yeah i'll just flow and i really realize that the body knows that where does it yes. need movement yes. you know yes. and often I often uh, see myself stretching and you know I never thought that I'd do that but I you know suddenly my body when start takes the you know position of a guide and it starts moving mm-hmm. you know and it starts you know really expressing itself it almost feels like the body is healing and i'm just like i started dancing almost yeah, talking yeah. to you right <laughs> so it so it almost feels like you know uh, that the body knows uh, yeah, that how yeah, the body it wants knows. yeah exactly how it wants to release it just i give it that time and that space yeah, um, yes. to really release everything uh, from the body something which i realized from my own healing journey was that how lighter i felt in my body so even till date for me to know anything is right or wrong i'd go back into my body i'll feel and check my body you know how mm-hmm. am i feeling and it doesn't i always use this word deep resonance you know i have always keep mm-hmm. saying deep resonance it's because you know anything uh, i know that it's right and it's for me i kind of feel it in my heart you know i mm-hmm. know it from the place of my heart i can feel it that this from this place if um, it's coming it's right you know it's right mm. it feels right you know and i don't have to um, you know um, use my um, like my logical mind to understand and process mm. it but i understand it through my body so i think uh, movement as you said and dance especially as a practice can help you relieve so much of um, emotions and at the same time connect back to the inner yes. voice 
you know yeah. to really drop into our body we are so much into the mind you know we are always thinking always in the thought we yeah. might be present here but we are always in the head right <laughs> and using the body to again kind of be in the present moment is the best way and the easiest way i think yeah 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 drop to in the ground yourself yeah, yeah to ground yourself exactly and and body has this innate intelligence there is this wisdom that that you're yeah. carrying in your body right yeah. from the time you were born yes how else did you learn to walk how yeah. else did you learn to walk there was no school which taught how to walk right yeah exactly <laughs> you exactly. learned it by yourself you learned yes. two to three languages by the time you were two or three years old yes you were able yes. to speak that so fluently how did that yes. happen how did yes. how did your body learn to walk to jump to do all those things So yes. there is this innate intelligence this wisdom within you yeah. and when you are doing any kind of movement it's important to tap into that wisdom it's important to tap into it whatever you're doing yeah. so it's important that you are consciously doing that practice yes. and and that's why i think yoga or dance or this uh, animal flow all these kind of things yeah. really help Because yes. you are in that moment and you are fully, fully being with. Okay, so I'm being aware of what's happening and yeah. what's what are the sensations in my body and all of it. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, love it. So um, this is my final question before we begin the okay. spontaneous five. <laughs> right. The, oh, the, you the, have something special for me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I'll ask you very. Um, like a uh, rap it's almost like a rapid fire mm-hmm. but not so okay. rapid because it's deep conversations only so i'm not <laughs> going to ask you one liners right but uh, before that yes. i just want to ask you that are there any misconceptions that you won't want to clear for the people about healing because i feel that you know a lot of us mm-hmm. feel that once i will be healed i will become this this person or i will not have any emotions or you know i will not feel this and that so so i just ट the thing is when you are in the path of healing uh the the time frame kind of it, it's kind of quick yeah. so like now if i'm experiencing sadness i will not i will become okay with experiencing it i will not yeah. fight with that feeling i'll become okay with that and i'll i am now in a space to understand from where it is coming and to process it in a way that i am able to do the other things in my life yes okay yes. so earlier if i had a sadness episode or an episode where i'm getting anxious i will just stay there and and i will project it on others through yeah. my words or through my behavior or through through whatever i'm doing now it's not like that now if i'm experiencing a moment of anxiety or uncertainty i am i'll sit with it i'll process it I'll tell my family that yes, I need some time. Give me that time. I'll I'll be back, and then I come back. So so I think there is this better. I, I've learned to hold space for myself and for others yeah. through healing. That is something that I've learned to do now. Yes. Uh, and the other misconception is that uh, healing 
will happen in a period and then you are done it's not like that like like we began the conversation like that right because uh, there is one thing that you cleared and then you are like ha i am done and then something else comes up <laughs> so it's a continuous process it's kaizen yeah, yeah i really yeah. love that word kaizen yeah yes. so it's a continuous improving continuous process that's happening so you clear one layer there is another layer that comes up and then there is another layer that comes up um yes. I think it's important to uh, when you are in this healing journey what's what's really helped me I would say is to have a strong community of people yes. so to kind of build my own tribe who whom I can reach out to whom I can go back to and have the conversations and sit with them and maybe just cry or maybe just kind of do any of that which I cannot do with my normal people <laughs> with my friends or with my family which I cannot do and I'm and it's important to have that space that safe yes. space for you i think that's quite important because uh, our family members or our friends uh, they are yes. having their own issues yes they are having their own stuff going on right yeah. so so one thing i want to tell uh, everybody in the audience who's listening to this is if you feel that your family is not understanding you or if your friends are not giving time to you or they are not understanding you maybe you need to figure out wherein you can go wherein you can have a community a space wherein you can open up to people who really understand if who who have that uh, mental space to kind of listen to your challenges who are trained or who have some kind of similar experiences yes. so who can relate to you in a better way yeah? yeah so i think we need to figure out a space like that we need to open up and we need to connect to more people talk about our stories talk about our challenges so that we are able to build that yes. tribe for ourselves where we can yes. go where we can connect so tomorrow yeah. i want to talk anything about healing i know i can connect to surbhi i know i can message her on instagram or talk to her and have a conversation yeah which maybe i cannot do with my elder sister yeah <laughs> yeah so it's it's very important for all of us to have that space i think that really helps when you are in the healing journey yeah yes. so you don't feel left out exactly. you feel that yes there is somebody i am not alone and yes. you are able to do that so yes that is something and each one of us has our own time yeah so it, it's not something that you can force yourself like okay yeah. uh, she started her healing journey so i should also start no, it doesn't work that way yeah <laughs> okay it doesn't work that way so yeah. each one of us will have our own time will have our own stuff so it's it's important that you consciously begin that journey and uh, there are it's 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 not going to be a straight line there are going to be moments when you feel that why did i come into this okay it's so healing i look at it as like cleaning your wardrobe okay <laughs> so you are like you are like looking at your wardrobe and you are like okay i want to clean it and you're removing everything and then you are suddenly into this pile of clothes and things and you're like oh my god i have so many things <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you are like sorting and you are just kind of thinking what to keep what not to keep and you're like kind of doing all of that Uh, yeah. and then yeah and then you have to do it again after few months <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> because you because you have brought new stuff because exactly. you again not kept things properly so yes. so it's like doing that so yes. till the time you're alive i think healing is a continuous process it's going to keep going so yes so it re- what really helps is having a community having somebody who is with you through that healing process so you're able to navigate through it 
ஆயிட்டு as we began the podcast by the note that how all of these things are gifts how we can milk uh, you, know, you know we can make paneer out of that milk right how we can utilize it to making paneer but the only thing is that once you have a community and you start sharing you realize the how much a your healing process fastens right it's yes. almost like it's almost on steroids right you will be amazed <laughs> like how fast everything is happening and you know what is it right so um, i think uh, to have a community and to share your learnings to share your experiences and be honest you know about the days when you feel low say that you're low because it allows people to yeah. feel that as well all of us are on the journey all of us doubt ourselves all of us doubt our own process you know at some point and you speaking about that in that moment will help the other person understand that hey we are all on the same path you know yeah. um, so i think uh, having a community is a must um and uh, to find that community um you can find it or you can build it the choice is yours yes. right beautifully said beautifully said yeah, yeah. so um i just hope uh, that through this podcast uh, you got an insight and the motivation to uh, begin your healing journey because that's what we hope uh, and pray for you because uh, both of us have understood this one thing that how impactful it is in our lives and how beautifully it changes uh, everything about our life you know as um, gayatri said uh you might want to change your career you might get better clarity for your career yes. for your relationships you know how you want to show up for your people right everything changes and gayatri said that she became a better parent because of um, her healing journey and her healing journey with the clients you know how she was evolving with the clients so i think um it's and uh, evolving process it's a never ending yeah. process but that's the beauty of life imagine coming uh, you know somebody telling you that okay this is it life is over it's like a game like you you do 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 this and it will end it will be heartbreaking it will not be an interesting ride to go on you know it's only because it keeps going on and on and on it feels <laughs> you know that we have uh, something to look forward to right um, and to experience experience your own growth and to see yourself evolving is one of the best gifts that you can give yourself yes. and to your own people as well right so with that uh, we'll um, enter into the rapid five <laughs> and uh, i like to f- uh, shoot the first question on you so the first is um, your biggest mistake in your healing journey that you wish people do not make okay wow that's an interesting question <laughs> okay so one of the mistakes i would say is is having this image of how i should look like when i'm healed or how the healing process should be so so that is something i started off with so i think 
please do not keep those things like please yeah. do not keep that map or like as to how i should be when i heal or how things should be when i heal yes. instead just become curious like that child okay what is behind that sofa i want to see i want to just go there yes. so just become being curious about your brain curious about your patterns curious about your emotions and just going all out there with that curiosity with that interest with that exploring yes. attitude I think that will really help because then you have zero expectations and you're just going in there knowing nothing and just exploring and then in that process uncovering something so beautiful. Yeah. I think it's my favorite ways to be. I think I'm the happiest with me and my journal because um you know I I go with that attitude of exploration. I really want to know myself. I you know I really dig mm-hmm. deep and ask myself those questions and when I get the revelation I'm like wow. I'm like Yeah, I am yeah. blown away. I'm completely amazed, and I'm so happy. And I think that's my dharma to really deeply understand myself, channel that kind of um, you know realizations, mm-hmm. share that with people because I'm the happiest when I'm doing it. You know when I'm you know, <laughs> I'm doing my shadow work, I'm literally crying, but I'm so happy within myself that I'm finally. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, Surbi. Yeah. <laughs> When you say that, <laughs> so it makes me so happy, you know, to to just uh, get into my dark shadows and just uh, you know figuring that out, um, knowing myself yeah. better. Okay. So the second uh, one is that your greatest lesson, you know, the biggest mm-hmm. takeaway that you would want to share with people from your journey. Healing is your responsibility. healing is your responsibility for the for for your generations to come yeah so you are the ancestor for the generations that are coming in right so so when you become the cycle breaker when you start to heal yourself when you start to question the conditioning and disrupt these patterns it's a gift that you're giving for the upcoming generations yes. i think that's my biggest realization Yeah, you're so good. You're so good at what you do. <laughs> I'm amazed. <laughs> okay. I think it's all the work that I've been doing. <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent. That is why your answers are so like crisp, but so deep. Like we can do a whole podcast on just this one <laughs> statement that healing is your responsibility. Yes, like yes. it's so powerful. It's so potent and. that statement itself comes like i can understand the kind of experience and the kind of back story that um, you know yeah. the realization in your personal life must have had because so, for many years i was just blaming others i was just yes. blaming others i yes. was just blaming my parents for the way they were i was just blaming my stars i was just blaming my fate yes. and that blame didn't take me anywhere it yes. didn't take me anywhere yes. so so when you are 30 in your in your 30s or in your 40s you cannot blaming your childhood experiences you cannot yes. just keep doing that okay it yeah. happened yes and you may have experienced something very severe okay yeah. and i'm sorry to hear about that yeah. and then what are you going to do about it yeah. okay that happened yeah. what are you going to do about it yes. because when you are healing there is something shifting in the consciousness there is something yeah. shifting in the community also when you're working on yourself yeah yes. so you are not just you we are a part of this system so i yes. believe healing is our responsibility and yeah. each one of us should begin that and work on that because it's a gift for our generations yes so happy to hear that <laughs> all right the third the third one is uh, your top resources uh, something like your, your books podcast that you listen to that you would like to share with the audience which assist them in their healing journey okay so 
so one of the books that i would recommend is emotional agility by susan david i think yeah I, yeah yeah so it's a beautiful book wherein you can understand about your emotions it's it's a wonderful book very simply written and it's like very easy to understand so that's an amazing book uh, there is this another book uh, feel better fast i think i mean there are lots of books if you just ask me a topic that we can do a different podcast maybe i can give you a list of books yeah. and you can kind of share it in the link yes. later yes so uh, uh so books related to uh, your brain biology of belief by dr bruce lipton that is again one of the books that kind of opens up uh, this topic about beliefs and how our realities are shaped and perceptions are there that is another book that i really love uh then uh, there is this book by uh, i think uh Dr Maxwell Morse it is called psycho cybernetics that is also very beautifully written book uh, that kind of talks about your uh, mental space and everything so it's psycho cybernetics uh, then there is one book by Dr Maxwell Morse solely it's it's called the psychology of self image i think that is also a beautiful book wherein he talks about how do we see ourselves and how that matters in every area of our life Yes. So these are few books that come to my mind right now when you ask yeah. and then there are many many books like you know, I I I don't I think I've read over like 200 300 books in the last 10 years I think diving deep into neurology neuroscience and all these concepts and they are fascinating they are not yes. your traditional self help books they are yes. not the quick fixes they are actually understanding yeah. about your brain There yes. is one book called as uh, when the body says no by I think Doctor uh, I I forgot how do you pronounce his name I don't know Gaber Mate I think yeah so he yeah. says when the body says no it's a beautiful book about uh, psychosomatic diseases and how those diseases come into the body and all of that so that's again a beautiful book yeah so guys um, I will. Uh... put the link of uh, for all these books in the description and any book which gayatri recommends for the more after the podcast i will surely add them to the description because i understand something which i personally realized in my journey is that knowledge is power like something which i always say even to my clients is that no matter what i am telling you go and do your research i'll tell you the book read it because i think that healing happens or your conviction for healing or your commitment towards healing mm. happens when you are convinced when you understand what's happening when you are involved in the process as much as the coach is involved right mm-hmm. so i think to to make sure that your uh, intellect is convinced about what you're doing read do the research mm. you know yes, so yes. i i strongly believe that knowledge is power So thank you so much for sharing um your resources. Um last one is that if there is one message that you had to give to the uh world, you know, the whole world. <laughs> yeah, like this is your last opportunity to speak to the whole world at once. What would it be? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know that wouldn't be just one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can go on. <laughs> Okay so what do I want to tell uh I I want to tell this I mean this is something I deeply believe in that somewhere we have all reduced ourselves to these labels so the labels like I am a shy person I am a uh, I am an arrogant person or 
I am a short-tempered person, or I am an overthinker, or I'm an anxious person. So we have kind of brought in, brought into these boxes, and we have kept ourselves into these labels. Uh, I think it's time we kind of went out there into the wild. Yeah. I think it's time out there we realize that we are not just this one disease, or we are not just this one particular behavior. because these labels that we are putting on ourselves are are limiting us in some way yes. yeah so so when you say that i am an overthinker or i am a shy person yeah. you are just putting yourself into that limited space yes wherein you are not just that you are beyond Absolutely. that you are more than that you have so much more yeah. to offer to this world right Absolutely. so i want each one of you if this was my last message for all of you i would just say that question question these labels like become a scientist question the labels question the things question the conditionings don't stop questioning question it i i tell my clients also don't just believe everything i tell you okay so if i'm telling you you question me okay don't yeah. just, just nod your head and say okay gayatri don't do that ask me question yeah. me because when you're questioning you're progressing you're getting yes. new knowledge and you're progressing and yes. i believe life is nothing but progress you keep yes. progressing 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 and that's how it is it's a beautiful journey yeah. so, so just 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 walk just walk take so many people that you can and walk and share your gifts with the world and question and and just be curious be curious wow. as to what is happening what is yes. happening and and do the things that are useful for the community not just yourself because yes. the world needs more people like that so yes. so do things which are useful for the community wow that this this is <laughs> this is so powerful i think i absolutely like love everything that you said become a scientist love that <laughs> um because <laughs> because i always feel that you know um, why are scientists only like um, you know pe- people are considered as scientists who are just working in laboratory yeah. and doing all of those things mm-hmm. i personally yeah. feel that all of us who are investigating you know uh, especially in the vedic culture i love vedic culture because people who were exploring themselves were called rishis mm-hmm. right and yeah. she's yes. were scientists and mm-hmm. scientists of their exploration within yeah. themselves and then associating with the universe and the cosmos and god mm-hmm. right so i think all of us have that potential to be scientists and uh, as gayatri said questioning is the key and especially you know i see that you know we 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 take these quizzes and we try and understand a personality yeah. types and all of that and i think it's so it's so like limiting and just apart from that also we consider ourselves okay i am a lawyer you know if we give our introduction mm. i'm a lawyer i'm a teacher i'm a mother i'm a wife and you know all of that just kind of puts you in a box you know this is it and you see yourself through that perspective through that belief mm. you know and then you know it's just so like limiting to the human potential so i think this is a very powerful message um um to give out to the world uh, so thank you so much for sharing that uh, one last question when are you coming back on the <laughs> podcast <laughs> very soon when you invite and i think now we'll we'll uh, ask the audience what do they want us to talk about yes. and uh, let them come to us and i think we'll get back again because i am loving this conversation yes, because there's so much i am learning by being with you and as i hear you as i reflect and as i sense you it's it's just so much more it's it's not just a podcast it is something beyond that 
थैंक यू थैंक यू सो मच इट वॉज सो इट वॉज सच अ सच एन ऑनर अ प्लेजर एंड अ डिलाइट यू नो ऑल ऑफ इट टॉकिंग टू यू बिकॉज इट जस्ट दैट यू एंड आई आई थिंक विद यू आई हैव दैट deep resonance within my heart you know <laughs> absolutely like and that's what i love about my work that i get to talk to people like yourself you know who are so authentically living the life um you know living that truth and really being themselves you know really evolving really growing so thank you so much for sharing all your gifts with us today and thank you for being you because uh, <laughs> you know i know for sure that this podcast not right now not a one year from now but years from now will also create the same impact that it has the potential to create right now because it's something which all of us are going through will go through the coming generations will also go through you know it's something which is yeah. so relevant um and so timeless you know so yeah. thank you for uh, you know being on the podcast i really hope to uh, have you back soon so that we can talk <laughs> about so many things more because um, yes, yes. you're a treasure box for me. <laughs> i really want to open it up and learn and absorb as much as i can from you thank you i'm grateful that you invited me surbhi this has been such a loving experience for me being here and talking to you about all these things and sharing my perspectives uh, it's 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 beautiful to talk like this to to kind of just share whatever you have and and to have this safe space to open up thank you for having me here thank, thank you. you thank you so much bye